Love Talk Radio. If you were right, you had someone that was there for you regardless. To go on, it's, it's, it's going to be a tough one. But knowing him, he's going to want you to go on and do what you do. In the evening edition, government opens a new testing center and orders more oxygen equipment. Three more COVID-19 deaths on Sunday increased Mauritius fatalities to 180. Doctors and health officials speaking of COVID-19. The 12th of November, 2002, a day to remember, and to the loss, a distinguished man. Leonard, him, 
from a fan's perspective, you know, we all want to move on from, from the World T20 and it gives us an opportunity to focus on, on the test team and, and hopefully we can do well. Mm. And I know it was interesting, you're only, you're only carrying 15 in these COVID times. Are you comfortable with, uh, you know, with that number given the number of COVID cases around the world? Yeah, yeah, well, obviously all of our players and support staff, including all the coaches, are now fully vaccinated, including even our under-19 team. So the, the, the level of risk in terms of getting COVID is significantly reduced, particularly as we're still operating in, in biosecure environments. So, um, yeah, look, I don't anticipate, I hope, any problems in terms of um, any of the players and support staff getting COVID because we've now been operating since Because of the volume of cricket that we've had this summer in particular with 
almost non-stop cricket um, from June at the end of IPL all the way through to CPL, the selection of the World Cup squad, and then almost immediately the squad making their way out to the UAE who weren't already there for IPL. There just hasn't been enough time really for us to go through the, the, the process as, as, a, as a management group as well as making recommendations to the board. So, uh, you know, again, I don't think there's... We, we often do this where, you know, you, you sign a contract two years ago thinking this would be a good time. Um, but because of the fact that, you know, during this World Cup, we've had to get everyone together uh, for the Sri Lanka Test Tour because the, the, the Sri Lanka team, uh, Test team were on their way to Sri Lanka before the end of the World Cup. So with this overlapping of, of series um, and the non-stop nature of the cricket, there hasn't been that, that, that window to pause and reflect and have the time to go through the process. So... That being said, you know, what I will say, Dr. Ford, and, uh, and to your listeners, is that you know, I understand why fans are talking about selection, why they're talking about people. And, you know, but we're very focused as a management group on continuing to improve the system of Western Indies Now, This isn't really about recycling people through a system. Uh, we've done that before, um, and I would argue with limited success. What we actually need to focus on is improving the system in which we're producing players and preparing players uh, on that world stage. And um, I, I certainly am, am very focused along with the management team and doing everything we can every day to improve our cricketing system. Uh, and that, that's where the focus is. It's not, in my opinion, about changing one player or changing a, a, a selector or changing a member of the management group. It's about making long-term structural changes to our system so we can better produce winning teams to compete on that international stage. Exactly as 
as challenging as I expected. I knew the demands of our fans would be there for our team to win consistently across all three formats, you know, and that you know, you can you can go away as we did earlier this year to Bangladesh and win a test series away from home and, and very quickly you're moving on to the next series and those performances are forgotten. Um, but I share in the disappointment with fans over the C twenty World Cup performances we we wanted the team to do better, we expected the team to do better. We've had, you know, an unprecedented level of of preparation in terms of all those internationals that we successfully hosted in the Caribbean and then the CPL and the IPL played even you know, in those conditions. Um, and we wanted and hoped the team to do better. But what I would say, Rob, is that in 2015, when England um, performed poorly in a World Cup, uh, and if you look at that England side in 2015, it's not massively different to the side now. You know, Owen Mould, Morgan was in it, Moe Ali was in it, Josh Butler was in it, Joe Root was in it. But what England did is they reflected and they changed the system and they made some fundamental changes and improvements to the system of cricket within England in order to try and get the results that they arguably got and might well get in this World Cup. And, and that's my philosophy, that this isn't about changing a selector or changing a member of the coaching staff or one or two players would have made a difference. This is actually about changing the system of West Indies cricket and making the improvements that we're, we're continuing to do on and off the field, which is to prepare, which is to prepare players for international cricket. And that's what we've got to continue to focus on. Um, we must continue to focus on professionalising cricket. Well, well, I would think the example of England, you're talking about players who in 2015 were in their 20s, while well, we predominantly have players in their late 30s. So I, I don't think we're in the same position in five years to um, really make the transition England made, uh, since by then most of the players would be in their 40s. But um, what, based on all of the changes you made and the fact that you don't want to chop and change as a CEO, what are the weaknesses you see in the structure that have resulted in the poor results? What, what are the areas that you think needs to be focused on, just in a general way? I think we've got to continue to focus on getting quicker, stronger, um, better prepared players in terms of fitness and conditioning. We still need to have much better facilities here, here in the Caribbean, particularly in our practice pitches. We've made some improvements on the uh, the match pitches, but we need to continue to make improvements on the on the practice facilities. Um, we've made some progress on the coaching. Obviously, we had the level three Cricket uh, West Indies coach in force here in Antigua last week. This is the first one that we've run independently from um, either Cricket Australia or ECB coaching force. And these are the improvements that we're focused on. Obviously, we made a big investment in Cricket Cricket Ground to become our world class training centre. And, and this continues to be the focus of the organisation. How can we a franchise review task force, which is set up to review the franchise system because again our our, our, our sort of regional cricket needs to improve and we're continuing to talk to the CPR as another important stakeholder to improve the quality of our cricket at regional level and to better prepare their for our players at international level. Okay, okay Johnny, uh, allow any others to ask Johnny a question? I, I, yeah, I know that. But, but, but I know John, Johnny's got to catch a plane, so John, we're not going to keep you too much longer. So you're confirming that there's been an extension to the selection panel, not for two years, but for three months. 
And my final question to you, Johnny, um, was this supposed to be approved by the board of directors, or is that a decision that has been made at your level? Because I'm hearing that some board directors are in the dark in relation to the extension. Can you explain?
I think what has been highlighted here is that uh, there are promises for planning a continued push away with debt in the history of uh, the fact that, um, and I think um, that we are well aware of the dates and times of subtract uh, and where they are going to be um, coming to an end. So we should be preparing before it comes to an end. And uh, that didn't happen in this case that resulted in the extension of the but be that as it may, I think there are more pressing issues as well. What is also instructive for me was the comments you made about um, what England has done in terms of improving the accrediting system. So I just can't help myself um, but wonder, um, you know, why hasn't similar uh, stuff been done here in the West Indies? I know resources are a great problem for us, but at the same time, um, I don't think we are maximizing the benefits of what we have. The other thing he did was in some ways that he acknowledge that um, the CPL is not producing the kind of cricketers that is required, the quality of cricketers that is required to compete at international level. And that is another area that something has to be done. Do you have any idea of uh, feeling a permanence there? Batsmen look like they're in a hurry to make shots all the time looking for attacks. When I compare how this, they manage is like, like um, Finch and Warner for Australia, for example, Raul and Roy for, for, for India, Williamson and 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 Gore in in New Zealand, they, and and Barbazum and and Rizwan Singh. It was looking like like two different games altogether. With those other like the fast that those other and the extreme when they were batting, we just didn't show it. It didn't look like at any time that they were going to stick around for very long. Yeah, Russell very disappointing. I mean, uh, Evan Lewis looked like he was looked like he was trying to head in to get stuck in there, but he might. Big disappointment with the Lenders. Tim basically used to make runs, but he looked out of sorts altogether. He didn't, wasn't sure how to go, like, what, what type of cricket he was going to play, if he was going to have a go and try to hit sixes from the word go, and, and he, he didn't look, look a part of it at all. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Any positives at all from the World Cup? Not, not really. Right, I think you've got to look, you've got to come in and, and be fairly. Uh, about what you want to do. You want to try and, and look at the team for the players, how long they've been playing, are they still producing? I mean, every time you, Russell looks dangerous when he bowled, I mean, he, he, he's not a, a bowler looking to save runs, he's looking to get wickets all the time, mm. and, he, and he's, he's a little expensive, but he gets wickets. But his disappointment, the big disappointment was that he, he didn't make any uh, any runs, basically. So I, I would think that you've got to come in now and uh, be a little ruthless and look around and, and try to pick. But that is, the, that, that is the next thing. Whatever it is, you've got to look now to, to try and rebuild because the, those supposedly experienced players have not come to the party at all. Mm -hmm. Would you change Pollard as captain? I don't think Pollard should play again. Really? Could you explain that, Bob? I, I, I mean, uh, how many more times he's played when he's come in this thing, total failure. Mm. He make any, any scores of any significance. He's a good captain. I think he's a very good captain. And he, and he, and he, and he looks like he's in charge and, and going on and, uh, and change up and look to, to, to rebuild his whole thing. Mm. Uh, what about Gale? Would you play Gale again? He hasn't. What about yourself? Certainly not. Absolutely not. You wouldn't play Gale? Why wouldn't he play Gale Gale is, 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 is a legend. He's a master fast player. It is, it, is, it is embarrassing to see Gale as a shadow in his form mm. himself going out there. I feel hard to watch when he's playing. Yes, yes, yes. yes. You're right. Mm. Yeah, yeah, no. 
So, so you could change Paul, you wouldn't say Gail. Well, I haven't really thought of it right about it. Uh, close to me, uh, Roxy Chase didn't have a good, a good, a good go of it. And uh, we've got to find some more good players who can bat. I mean, technically correct players who, don't, who are not sort of looking to hit a six every single ball. You don't see Williamson looking to hit a six every ball. No, no Barbazum or any of those. So it's just sort of batsmen, really. Until they hit a four, they can ball him along or a six or six on the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those fellas, but, uh, and they keep a, a good, a good rate. So we've got to have people that look with, with proper batting technique. And look to get the ball away, not a score or a block. Mm. Look, that's what sort of we're saying, a, a swipe or a block. A swipe or a block. <laughs> I think you'll be correctly corrected. Just before you go across, um, well, we heard from Johnny Grave, and of course, uh, it's, it's a story that I'm sure many will carry, because there's been a, a lot of speculation. We heard it across this post that there has been an extension to the selection panel for another three months. Um, do you agree with that? Well, I, I have this is the first time hearing about it. Uh, he is uh, uh, saying that the change of uh, itinerary and, yes. and the cricket and so on, they had this sort of thing, and they don't want to make any changes at this point with, for such a short period. And that may be a fair uh, reply or uh, a, re a response to a situation, but as uh, Dr. Ford pointed out, you know, you should be able to see a lot of this thing, these things come in and, and, uh, mm -hmm. and, and, and make a... a Plans accordingly, you know. Don't wait to the end then to mm -hmm. then to justify why it had to be something which could have been done properly from the first. No, tomorrow England versus New Zealand. Who are you back in there, Prof? It's a very close game, England and uh, New Zealand. Are, uh, that's a tough match. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. And, and, and then who plays best on the on that on, on the day will win it because it's very evenly matched. And again, mm -hmm. both these two. Have bowlers who can bowl and get people out. Yes, that's true. This, this is the thing. I mean, mm. England have a good fast bowling attack because Adil Rashid get bowling and come in bowling like bricks and googly. At the end, you go on. If you're not picking him, he's gonna make a mess of you. Yes. West Indies, if they could as well put the West Indies batsmen in blind folds and tell them go play and play. And and Pakistan and Australia. Again. Pakistan's very, very dangerous class, class, class batsman in the first in first order. Australia very not the great North Australia got a good open pair and and, and um Maxwell this this season seems to settle down not, right. not hitting at every single thing. And they're a good bowling attack without the variety that, that Pakistan have I would say. Because uh, but again, very easily you you, you play best on the day with mm, indeed. Um so I want to thank you, Prof. I mean, final question. Who do you think will win the World Cup? Well, that's an unfair question. Well, uh, mm. I don't know about four teams going at it. Anyone, <laughs> can, anyone, anyone can win. I agree with that. Anyone, I, I, anyone put, can win. Put the names in a hat. Yes. yes. <laughs> All right. Prof, always a pleasure to talk to you. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Thank you very much. All right. So there you have it. Richard Prof Edwards, the former West Indies uh, fast bowler, offering his thoughts. He says that Pollard shouldn't play again. Maybe we should go to Shuri Raghunath, who's Trinidadian, like, 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 um, like Pollard. Do you agree with that, Shuri Raghunath, that you wouldn't play Pollard again? Before we make a pronouncement as to whether or not Pollard should play, I think we need to start determining exactly what it is we are looking to achieve as a, as a unit, as a team, as a, you know, a cricketing entity, as an organization. And uh, for my money, I don't think that um, planning-wise we should be looking to 
win 2022 World Cup. I think that um, what we need to do is to plan for maybe the 2024 World Cup. And that would mean that we get the right players on now and start blooding them with uh, the hope that they are going to be very competitive in 2024. Mm. We don't have the kind of resources at the moment to replace the likes of um, uh, Chris Gale, uh, Dwayne Bravo, um, maybe even Paul Adams, Ram Paul, Simmons. Uh, I, I think that these guys, you know, they've, they've served us well. They've done excellently for us. They've made a name for themselves. And they've put West Indies cricket on the map as far as T20 is concerned. So kudos to them. But I think uh, we need to start looking ahead. Mm. And in so doing, it would require some changes. And I think serious consideration should be given to getting a new entire leadership team on board moving forward from no one mm. uh, leading into the 2022 World Cup where the guys going to get some exposure, some younger guys coming in to what international cricket at that level is all about. Mm. And I think um, that means not just um, getting mm. some changes with regards to senior players in the team, but even I would go so far as to, um, Johnny Graves pointed out, it's not about making changes to personnel, but I think personnel is integral to the production of um, the results that you want, the process. And uh, I, I would go so far as to make changes to the entire management of the West Indies cricket team. Oh, that's not, great. Not, not just some of the players. Mm, yeah. You see, I, I, my, my argument is this, is that um, the way we've played our cricket hasn't changed. And the world, is, as far as T20 cricket has changed, the, the T20 cricket is not being played the way it used to be five years ago. And we continue to play the same manner and the same brand of cricket that won us the World Cup five years ago. And um, our stars have become very aged. Their athleticism and reflexes have slowed considerably. Their power hitting abilities have diminished, um, have diminished quite considerably as well. But not only that, the fact that we, for all these years, haven't made adjustments in the running between the wickets, to run more singles, to play less, less uh, dot balls, it has shown that our cricket has no progress at all. Whilst cricketers, um, and used, uh, Johnny Graves used uh, England as an example, uh, the English batters are now getting as many sixes and, and, and fours as we are, but they have always run more singles and, yes. and consume less dot balls than, than we have. So, uh, and not only that, if you look at in terms of strategy-wise, um, let's take, for instance, when England played Australia. Moeen Ali has opened the morning in every single match before and after that game. But because Finch has an excellent strike rate against Austin bowling, and they know how, how important it is that one over, the difference it can make, even one ball in a T20 match. Moeen Ali didn't get to see the ball as far as bowling is concerned. And they made that adjustment. And I think we are not thinking our cricket to the extent that we ought to be thinking. And I think all of that goes back now to what's happening with the backroom staff. The fact that we have players, you know, and, and uh, we start off, started off this World Cup campaign on the wrong foot, to be honest. Um, and uh, with the selection policy being very questionable, players going on the tour who shouldn't have been. And then even there, whilst we were in the World Cup, I think the, the team selection from the squad was not always um, correct as well. So I think uh, going forward, we need to um, have a better connection between what's happening in the, in the boardroom and the dressing room. There's seemingly a disconnect, and I think it's affecting us uh, massively. And as a result of that, I think we need to make changes. And to make changes, I think now is the right time. We, we are basically in an embarrassing position having to qualify now for the next World Cup. Yes. I think it's time, therefore, that we introduce new blood, give the younger players a chance. We've given these um, older guys uh, extended opportunities. And I think it's time that we uh, make some serious changes 
and move forward with Western cricket. These guys have served us well, but I think their time has come. Mm. Well, I'm not sure if you, you don't have a lot of time with us. We, we want to thank you for coming through and speaking to us. I don't know if Dr. Ford has got a question for you. We got Neil Barry as well, the former wicket keeper for um, for Dan and making his debut in the show. It's always good to get some new blood. And uh, I think that's an indication that we can see some changes because really and truly you can't continue to have Gail and Paul and these, uh, these guys. Um, Dr. Ford, you have a, a question for Suresh before he goes? Dr. Ford's mic is off. Yeah, yeah um, Suresh, a good point about the backroom staff. I mean, Suresh, you have a coach who, in his first incarnation, uh, was critical about not having the best players on the field. Um, he was, by, by silence, very supportive of the players that were picked uh, five years later. The obstinance of not changing the, the team during the World Cup, even though they were failing and, and losing, uh, this, this continuation to play the same brand of cricket as before. Um, looking at the, the coach specifically, what do you think about the performance of the West Indian coach during this second coming? Well, I, I think what has happened is that the coach may have in some ways been compromised. The, the power of the senior players, um, seemingly, and, and I, I'm only speculating here from a distance, would have um, had an overwhelming influence on the style of play and the way we play. West Indian cricket is all about bravado. And these guys have played one way and they've dominated cricket across the world playing in that fashion. But um, I, I think, um, and that's the reason why I think all of them need, need to be changed, simply because there's that philosophy that they have. And I don't see them now being flexible enough to make the changes because the, the, the changes are not just about, you know, um, uh, a style of play, it's a mindset. And these guys, are, their style of cricket has been ingrained. And I don't think that, um, that, that, that Simmons is, um, you know, tested in terms of his passion, I, I, I'm not seeing that. And, and I think that, um, you know, we need some new thinking. We need new strategizing. We need new ideas. We need to change all of these things. And I think that um, what is also affecting us, and it's coming through from the CPL, which I refer to as the franchise league, because um, it, it, a lot of players are playing in the CPL, which is supposed to be producing um, cricketers for us at the 20th level. But a lot of this, these players are, are getting selection based on relationships and not performances. Mm. And they, they are getting contracts, um, you know, mm. simply because of affiliation with senior players in the different franchises. And that, that is not only as far as playing is concerned. That leads into also um, things like um, backroom staff selection. And I think that in itself is, is hurting us because um, instead of, um, you know, us uh, looking to, 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 to produce the best cricketers and to, to, to get the best cricketers involved so that we have a higher standard of we are having now is a really a league that is um, you know one that is like I've said before based on it. I, I know that we are locked in for 50 years with this um, CPL deal, but uh, something needs to be done to, to, to for us to get back uh, you know cricket on the right foot and to have the best players playing and not necessarily those who have affiliations with senior players. Let me ask a final question to you: Would you change Sir Simmons's coach? A direct question. Like I've said. I, I am going to be changing, making massive changes. Senior players. Definitely not. <laughs> All right. Thanks, thanks, Sir Roger. Now, formal questions. Thank you very much. All right. We're going to pause for business calls. When we come back, we're going to go to Georgetown, Diana, and talk to Neil Barry, who's making.
like anybody. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. Four months ago, or even close to a year ago, this letter was the hardest on your feet. Yeah. And I asked him about Jeremy Solizano. He asked who he is. Who is Jeremy Solizano? I don't know him. That's what the police le- said. Mm. And now we're going to Sri Lanka, and Jeremy Solizano is in court. Mm. And I hope that always you committed some sort of some serious decision. Our selection has to be answerable to these blatant mistakes. Mm. Or T20 campaign is a farce. They've taken experienced men to play against you and exuberant citizens, and we were crushed. Mm. And we were lucky in this Bangladesh because it's got a few creatures that cannot mm. prove any blatant mistakes that are being made, and, to, mm. and it's hurting it's hurting the stakeholders. And every Tuesday night we come on this program, and we raise our blood pressure, and it feeds off the board. Our cricket is going in the wrong direction under the leadership of our selection panel. Mm. Our coach has done nothing significant. Mm. And nobody done nothing significant. 81 runs, we put nine up with a total of 140 something, and we couldn't have a good World Cup. We couldn't win at the end. That is not what we are expecting from these guys who are supposed to be specialists. Mm. If they were in any other franchise, Andrew, they would have to step down. Yeah. And then our captain going to injure him that I'm and to me he's looking to go down the CP and the CP. Yeah. That is the top players from. Grand Paul and Kitty manager. Grand Paul and Kitty. Oh, Kitty's on a board and seeing things going so well and don't say anything. Mm. Why not just hold on and silently sometimes the competition decision making process has to stop now? How cricket is bad. Mm. And I would like the authority make some, I agree with this, but not very some harsh decisions to take our cricket forward. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I hope that they do, and I hope that it happens. How are you? Very good, Andrew. How are you? I'm good. What time is it in Australia now? Can you tell me? Have a look at that. It, is, it, it is actually six um, minutes and 25 seconds past nine <laughs> in the morning. In the morning. All right, all right. Dennis Smith, of course, the, the, the legendary trainer, you would have worked with the West Indies side. Your reaction to the West Indies poor performance in the T20 World Cup? Um, you say, um, there's an old saying in Australia, in rugby league, the champion team always beats the team of champions. Mm. And I, I find that's where it went. Um, very disappointing. Um, I looked at the game, you know I'm not a great lover of 2020, but I looked at it and I can't get the results of it, but I know we um, had too many dot balls as usual. Um, the team have got all these explosive players, but probably like the great side of um, Test side we had uh, with James in there, moving the ball around, not, 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 no um, dot balls. That's the biggest problem we've got. Everybody wants to hit sixes and fours, and they forget about cricket. Mm-hmm. And the cricket, for me, is rotating the ball, working the ball. If it's a good ball, go for one. If it's a bad ball, disperse it. But we're just waiting for the bad ball to put over the fence and, you know, say, well, another six. But uh, it hasn't won us games, I'm afraid, and it really uh, is driving a man to drink. We know what you're happy. <laughs> Uh, Dr. 
any question for fellow or for Dennis? Dennis, I, I don't know. Did you watch any of the any of the World Cup? I know T20 is in Europe. Yes, I've been watching it. Dennis, um, looking at some of the players, just eyeballing them, I know it may be kind of subjective, but looking at them, did you think that our players could fit of our medical team and the individuals who determine fitness in the region? Well, it's hard to say from um, so far away, but um, they, they seem to be all right. But uh, a few I would um, probably like to have and um, put them through the arena a little bit. Um, mm. uh, as you know, in my day, we worked a hell of a lot on flexibility. So when you're in flexibility, you move better. Yeah, and the reflexes are much better, so which really which helps. But um, the medical staff, um, well, you know, um, if I eat medicine now, I would think I'd be crazy. So it's very hard to get involved in that. I'm afraid. Okay. All right. Philo, uh, you you passionately said some some things about uh, the teams and the need to to build towards the future. Been involved in, in looking at election policy and, and all those other things. What would you be looking to do for the future if you. In relation to T20, 50 over and test match cricket. And I'd be looking start to have a pool of 40 cricketers and offer the best 15 contracts and the other 25 incremental contracts. I have them work towards the goal of representing West Indies at Test Match Cricket. I'm not going to pigeonhole, pigeonhole anybody into white ball cricket. Mm-hmm. thing that you mentioned, the director of cricket, uh, Mr. Adams was there prior to the change in administration. He had an opportunity to develop and to work on his vision for West Indies cricket. If we were to look at the trajectory of the West Indies team and all the formats and the women in the form. Uh, would you say that Mr. Adams has been a success or has he been a failure? Hmm. Well, not from our, from our results, you could say that to be another organization, you see the, 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 the analysis of the community, other things that have happened. But he's there. He might need help, or might not want to ask, or see he can do it on his own. But I think that we need to chart our way for our cricket. And if we chart our way for our cricket, they'll get they get rid of the lock up of the lock up of the mm-hmm. this won't be a problem because everybody will understand the effect. They'll be no effect. She's gonna never work up. I believe we make us good. Can you see it? But then it's gonna come down now to the selection panel. How strong are they? When they put the next T twenty squad, when they put in three months of extension, how strong are they in the panel? Not to include the end of the next T twenty world T twenty squad. That is another thing that we have to look out for. Mm-hmm. So he said he's not with um, Dennis, you, Australia, you, you have uh, been associated with cricket, with Indies cricket for a long time. Uh, what is the perception of Indies cricket now? You've seen it from the heyday till now. What does the average Australian that you come into contact with think about our cricket now? Well, basically, a lot of them um, think it's quite a shame, actually, because. Um, Though um, over the golden years, when we um, were voting Australia, um, a lot of 
say um, they didn't mind getting bowled by the West Indies because they were such a great side. The way they played the cricket, the, the way they could bowl, bat and field was just spectacular and catch the balls. And um, they believe, um, you know, cricket's um, in a doldrum when the West Indies uh, are not performing as like the old days. So it's sad that way, but um, I hope there's some light at the end of the tunnel, but um, I don't know. Um, we have to work on the younger boys coming through and all round. Um, 2020 test matches. It looks like our batsmen, or not only our batsmen, a lot of batsmen in the world, um, are, are wearing um, diving boots. Nobody seems to move their feet anymore. Mm. Uh, and so it's basically this. Um, you know, we are talking about not long ago, I heard that about the spinners causing us problems. But, you know, nobody seems to go to the pitch of the ball and they're all leaning back looking to slog. And uh, I think that mm. 2020 has caused that, of course. And it's... Um, and uh, I'm afraid it filters into the test match. And as you see, if the ball's moving a bit, uh, any, any, um, and not only our batsmen, the, the world batsmen seem to struggle. It only has to move a couple inches and they look very ordinary. Mm. Okay, now uh, we're going to go to Jamaica. The lines are open. We're going to um, start to speak to um, Jackie Hendrick. So you can give us a call at 716 408 and we're going to pause for business calls. Um, we just got a quick word from Jack. I should be over there for the break now. Okay. We'll go for the break. When we come back, we'll go to Jamaica. Hello, Jackie. How are you? Hello, Jackie. How are you doing? Yeah, okay. We're going to try to make that uh, connection with Jackie Hendricks again. Uh, but, uh, of course, we also want to get reaction um, from, from other people as well. We're going to go to Sin. Uh, How are you? Hi, Charlie. Good evening to all of your guests and your listeners. All right. Good. Uh, yes. Uh, continue. I, I came to the Emirates that night for the initial meeting and was looking at the... <laughs> against Australia. When he is sharing out paraphernalia to fans in the stands, mm. in the lower levels, right? So that was one. Second thing is, I can't understand, and I had I played schoolboy cricket, I'm not a big cricketer. You have Holland on Don't see a word of encouragement. Mm. You don't see mm. a word of 
دلالت با وجود against Sri Lanka and you know we came back after the match against Australia and after my grandson had a shower he went on his iPad and he was in a room by himself and look at what he was asking he said Siri when is the Indies next match mm. so I, I'm just giving you a spectator's view right. two Sri Lankan batsmen against us. It was a lesson in classical cricket to us. Movement. I remember one of the opening batsmen just moving across, feet to the pitch of the ball and flipping for a four. Yes, it was it was awesome. Mm. Looking at TV is one thing and hearing the commentator, but looking at the play at the sideline. Right. Hi Al Joe, how are you doing? I'm doing okay. Well uh, your reaction to the West Indies four performances at, at the World Cup? <laughs> well, it's always, I was very disappointing. Um, and some of the things that I've heard regarding selection of the team um, has worried me no end. Um, I heard that some players were getting medical exemptions. Yes. Um, and others who were a bit younger uh, were being discarded because of not mm. I, I just don't understand I don't understand that part of it at all. No, not at all. But I, I don't know. I, I'm not happy with the selectors. You're not happy I, with the selectors? I think I'm not happy with them at all. I think I think we have to return to the old time as you want to call it. Mm-hmm. The old time selection system where you had a, a chairman, two other um, members and the captain and the coach. That's what I think you want to, to go back to. Mm. Um, I'm not happy with the, the selectors' uh, um, choices that they have made over the not just the, not just this this World Cup, but going back into our other games earlier on. Mm. I mean, leaving out Hulda was must have been a very very crazy um, choice. Yes. <laughs> I, I think that he's he's one of the better all-rounders in in, in cricket. And um, to have him as a reserve made no sense to me. And you play a 36-year-old fast bowler. Yes. I don't understand. Anyway, I'm an old dinosaur, you see. So (laughs) you have to understand that. So, so Jackie, are you you calling for the removal of the selectors? About the half a dead panel? So I am calling for a selection panel. Mm. It used to work very, very well in the past. Mm. Not because it is in the past, it is no good anymore. Mm. We have, as I understand it now, Andrew, mm. a lead selector, one selector, and, and the coach. Right. And I would like to see a, 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 a chairman and two other cricket-minded people, people who have who, who watch the games and who are, who are, you know, involved in the cricket. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has to have some say in my books. And, and the coach, of course. Mm-hmm. Because we didn't, when I was a selector, we didn't, we, we didn't have 
you remember those headlines? You were not good enough. What on earth triggered that kind of thinking? When, when, when they are up against people who are not superior in talent to them because they've beaten them before. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So I just, go ahead. Then may you continue, continue. Making some no, very I, good points. I'm really annoyed. And you know, I remember when Gail was drafted back in. I was told none of the rest of them can, can play, none of the rest can make runs. I thought that was the most ridiculous self-indicting comic for a captain to be making. I'm so, so disappointed. You can hear it in my voice. Yes. The rest of these. I, I don't, if these guys got money today, so Gary and those guys didn't make the kind of money. And people keep saying, oh, it's not about the money. Oh, bling. I call it bling. Blender and blinders. You know what the bling, blinders are? The fast life, the drinking, the parking, the women, the, 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 the luxuries. Get some discipline. Going the hill somewhere in Jamaica or Dominica or, or, or some other car have a lies and think about and get them some mass problems and, and that kind of thing. See, these guys are a waste of time. You know, and I, I'm saying if y'all men don't want to say, I will say, because they ain't throwing rocks at me, I'm a woman. Mm. But I will say these things. Mm-hmm. You know, get rid of technology for a minute, you know, and, and sit down and study your craft so that you are able to make us proud again. There's no reason why we can't play the best. We have talent, but we need to use it. Where the minds are at, I don't know. Where the cultural values are at, I do not know. And that's what we need to find out from these players. It's not just about money and, and, and rising to stardom. Hello. Yes, good evening. Good um, evening to you, sir. Yeah, I want to add my voice. Uh, just sure. To turn, turn my radio down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a fervent listener to your program, sir. We want to thank you for your support. Thank you. But I, I just feel it. I, I feel I'd be remiss if I didn't say something about what this phenomenon of the West Indian team. Sure. I mean, I'm a, in spite of all of that, I'm still a strong West Indian. But I do think that we definitely need a revamping, starting the selection panel and going with the team. Two comments. Now, on the captaincy, captaincy to me was poor. And I, what, what got to me really was you used to criticize Barry Sunny. You said he was, in other words, like a square peg in a round hole. One thing is Sammy, because I saw Pollard's captaincy. He always looked serious. He didn't, he didn't like someone said earlier, he wasn't encouraging. He wasn't going over to his bowlers. He, he seemed distant. One thing is Sammy, he always had that chip in him, always smiling and tapping on his shoulder and reasserting and reassuring. And it, and, and, and it showed out in the results that he achieved, right? Um, as far as Gail is concerned, it's really hard to see that game after game he fails and he keeps training. First game he failed, second game. I think at some point he would say, well, no, something. We still got a chance to pull this back. Mm-hmm. So let me make a change. But no, mm-hmm. all four games that he played, he basically failed. Yeah, that's very true. Very and true. the last one, and, 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 and the last one was really comical. And even, even uh, I think it was um, Mr. Bishop or somebody said it, in that last match, Gail was running, like kind of stuttering after a ball. And and, uh, and and playing Bravo had kind of needed to catch one. I was laughing. Yes. And and and, um, and Mr. Uh, Bishop's comment was look at Gail go there laughing, mm. laughing. You know. Um, so he certainly he certainly was out of it. You know. But I, you know my, my my thing on this was right. I I, I wouldn't say much more. Is that this team, the selection panel, and the team remind me of a old Barbadian team that they weren't Dudu when they got here. Oh dear. Oh what a comment. What a comment. I just hope I just hope that this year it's done already. So from this that we can really go and make like 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 Mr. Cote saying, make those hard decisions. Mm. Because those hard decisions or like you know, like you take medicine that you don't like, but you know 
to support. They got some calls coming in, 742 in the country. We're going to come back to you, Dennis, in a minute. And, of course, Bill O'Wallace, who's in his study. Uh, yes, Andrew. Yes, hello, welcome. Well done, Andrew. How are you doing, buddy? Uh, I'm fine. Yeah, I live my here. Listen, I think the whole thing wants is the whole setup. From far in the back, we can let Ryan um, captain the team. Mm. But I think we had a big, 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 with a poor team. We had an Asian team. Yes. The fellow won, you know, won as our center. Yes. And we gone up there, somebody get hurt, and we can bring him home saying, I'm pretty happy playing before he had a watch. I think that was a total big mistake, and I think it really dampened the Walls first around the team, too. I think that's those things were probably, and I think that Esther Ryan was, um, as a mm-hmm. player, if he wanted to play, he would have gone up there, too, and we would have had about 10 or 15 straight nights up there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if he could play just, or if he can't just, or as a, as a bystander, I call it bystander, but I don't know how we can get that team. We really need to look at our setup. Our selectors from head breakdown. And we need to look at our playing conditions on starters. We start this work at one o'clock. I think we need to start. We can go about a start at 10 mm-hmm. and at least try to get at least 80 overs mm-hmm. so that we can get more playing time for our guys in four day cricket. We really need to look at our four day cricket so our men can back properly. Mm-hmm. Just trying to liquid every ball for six and four. So when we got players who can do better, right. we really need to look at our setup. Thank you very much indeed. We're going to come back to the calls very, very shortly. Let's get a reaction from Dennis. Um, and uh, and also it gives you tremendous confidence. Yes. Um, especially as a bowler. Uh, you know you're really fit. And uh, you say, well, I can worry. You know, you're not going to um, bowl at a bit of slower pace. You can may come up with about um, seven overs and roar in. And you know, right. later on in the day, you can be coming and, and do it again. So it gives you that confidence. So once you've got confidence, you're normally a better player. But as a, we're talking about fitness, um, we've, we've got this, um, there's no route. The best way is hard work. And hard work. work. Mm-hmm. Can be too. There's no shortcut. Um, people might like it. I'm afraid um, when people get started to get a lot of money, they tend to um, cut corners and um, they right, don't want true. to. Um, that's true. You know, a, a good sportsman normally starts off a hungry sportsman. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, a great player, the great, the great sportsman like Muhammad Ali and, and all these great players, they they carry on when they get a lot of money. Their ego and their their their, their willing to be the best. But ninety eight percent of the sportsmen, once they get a lot of money, they, they a lot of them die off a bit. So uh, money can be a bit of a curse. I'm not degrading they get money, but as the lady said before, if you're going to get money, please perform. I agree, I agree. J- just before we go to Mr. Nazir, um, you know, in your time playing for the West Indies, let's look at some of the, the great fast bowlers. Um, someone like, let's start with a Joe Garner, in terms of his attitude and in terms of... They were all pretty fit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was probably a hard taskmaster. Sometimes I got easy with them when they thought I was going to be hard with them. I mm. back off the road and confused them a bit. Yeah. The main thing, the main thing of being fit is, is um, Joel was very good. Yeah. Um, Joel did his work, and 
And you've got to remember them days uh, when we were on tour or when we did, we didn't have any backup bowlers in the nets. So no. when we were on tour and, and we would do three nets um, before a test match or two nets and nets um, days before a test match, the bowlers had to bowl for two to three hours. So uh, with the fitness we did and with that, they, they got tremendous um, stamina to come through. And, and, and of course, the... Um, Batsman had to fill in um, with a bit of bowling too. So our, our, our regime then was hard work, and then when we went out to do our um, today, they train like they're a mini mowing machine. Mm. So it's a big difference. Mm. Big difference indeed. Uh, Mr. Nadir, um, are you recommending any changes? Do you think heads should roll? mentioned that machine. I saw players who were concentrated on their physique rather than their fitness Yeah. You guys said that if Brian Lauer 
get wrecked around the cricket. West Indies cricket fortunes gonna change. That is 25 years ago. Brian mm. Learning, mm. stop praying down the players and pull it down the players and try to come with solutions. No, no. I want you to do something. No, no, no. Call on, uh, hold on, hold on. Okay, can I ask you a question? Given the West Indies performance of the last World Cup, should we say very good things about players? I'm asking, no, no, uh, but, but, but hold on. I, I listen to you. They were not dead enough. You know, you, 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 you get your scare when you read it. Is that your answer? Is that your answer to the question, Paula? He didn't belong to the stage. Okay, let me ask a question. Do you think Gail should have played in the World Cup? Don't keep calling names or calling names. But I'm asking, call up, call up. I'm being very specific. Bill Wallace um, is a lawyer and he will guide me. I'm asking, call up, call up. I'm asking you a question. Can we take another call, Ronnie? Yes. All right. Uh, we got another five minutes left. So let's try and take a couple of calls. Hello, welcome. Peace be on to you. Peace be on to you, Gail. I, I hope that you are. Um, I hope that you're going to rescue me here, Gail. Thank you. What more solution can we give to West Indies team? What more can we give? Yes. That that he he just like he just like some parents. What the children in the gut? And then they get in trouble. No, talking for the part.
There's no need to go to live international cricket anymore. I'd like for these players need to wake up, shape up, or ship up. Mm. Because the day is going to come, Andrew, mm. where the right act is going to be red, and those who don't like the rules and have to mm. not continue to let our cricket go down this road. It's not about passion, it's not about no joke. I agree. And it has been the, 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 the president of, of every cricket club saw it. Yes. The man is saying, this can be a passion. Saw it, you know. Yes. And people on this program now understand that the president of a cricket club is speaker of the house. Yes. He saw it. He was there in Dubai. Good evening and welcome to The Cricket Show, broadcasting around the world every Sunday from 6 to 9 p.m. blogtalkradio.com slash thecricketshow or fast bowl us an email with your questions and comments to thecricketshow at comcast.net. And now, let's talk cricket lovely 